0: On Craigie, you know, 70 is going to debut And I'll get up and I'll get on the, on the side of the um, sideline And I said, grab Ash Ash Gordon, Ash the Flash Yeah oh, another one of my idols Yeah, yeah So Ash come off Yeah And Ash said, good luck Clap my hand, run on yeah. It was the greatest feeling of all time Besides my kids being born, man, like it was Amazing 38,000 people back then They shut the gates at half time at Reggie's Yeah Newcastle was Newcastle Yeah And all you can hear is a chant and like the bloke next to, next to me there, I couldn't even
1: hear him. Hi and welcome back to Night's HQ podcast brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training, highly skilled labour hire and real world training from engineering, trades, construction to office administration. I'm Jay Nelson. I'm here flying solo today. Well, kind of solo. I, my co-pilot, Matt Croker, uh, he's unfortunately, he's, he's, he's a bit unwell. So mate, we, we wish you a speedy recovery and, and welcome you back, hopefully on the next episode of Night's HQ. But... I'm not completely solo because we have a really exciting guest, one of our former champions who, uh, who has pulled on the red and blue. Uh, he is the youngest player ever to debut for the Knights at 17 years and two months. He played 76 games for the Knights and was a key player during our run in the 97 Premiership. He also played Australian Schoolboys on three occasions. He's a fan favourite. He's a proud Gamilaroi man. He's still doing tremendous things in the community. It's Owen Craigie. Mate, welcome! Thanks for coming in. Thanks, brother. I really appreciate it. You know, I mean, I've been
0: watching you guys um, on the podcast. I've been stalking you, stalker. <laughs> what do but, you think? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Yeah, <laughs> I, lo- I love it every week. It's something different, you know. Yeah,
1: man. Now we uh, we really enjoy. And look, uh, Croaks did our last sort of legends chat, and yeah. mate, I'm, I'm stoked to be here with you today. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one, um, mate. Before we get into your playing days, how have you been? How have you been going? What what's been going on in oh, your man, world?
0: It's been. Very busy, you know what I mean? Like we started um, Your list back- Disability Services 11 and a half weeks ago, you know, going on three months now and um, uh, myself and Adam Mew and Beck Tanari, and we just uh, – my background's NDIS. Yep. I, I worked there for a couple of years and I, I worked with um, St. Vincent's of Paul the LAC program, like a coordination program and whilst I was um, – back in the day working with um ndis helped set up a few businesses in newcastle and come to a stage in my life now where, you know what i'm ready i'm back i want to get back into the work business and that and yeah. um you know uh, we started your bucket list disability services and we, we provide disability supports for people through newcastle central coast sydney western sydney wollongong mm-hmm. gold coast brisbane and upper Hunter. you know what i mean like Man, it's crazy. It went from yeah. just myself and Adam and Beck to having twenty-two staff now. It's dual employing people right now, you know. So if, if anyone's listening right now, can you <laughs> jump on our website. You know, uh, your bucket list, yeah. and the Hatnering, either as a, a worker or, yeah. you know, if you want to, if you're a
1: client or participant looking for supports, and reach out. Yeah, one hundred percent. So what what um what started it? What what was the sort of the the catalyst to get it going? I, I think you know, like
0: my my. My journey the last five years has been quite public in, in, in media and in the medium, in the iron. You know, I've, I've suffered my own mental health and, and you know, I um, made a lot of mistakes in the past and I think, you know, it's taken me four or five years to find myself again and through my pain and heartache, you know, I've it tested me, you know,
1: and
0: yeah. I found myself again, you know, and now I've got a testimony, you know, I mean, being tested for my pain, you've only got a testimony, so my testimony is this, yeah. let go of the past, move forward you know what I mean? And my Chase Energy thing and mental health stuff helped me get through it because it was helping other people and, you know, and I was getting inspiration out of that and then I thought, you know what, what don't I start my own disability company? Yeah. So I asked Adam you and Bec Tanara and that's what we've done, you know, we help helping other people actually helps you, it keeps you grounded yeah. and, and inspires you to, you know, get back on your feet yeah. and do amazing things.
1: Mate, that's amazing. And look, as you said... When people are dealing with someone that's been through it and they know that they've been through it, they know that they're talking from a place I mean, of you, you genuine You, you sort can't of teach yeah.
0: from my from my from my last couple of years you can't teach us at yeah. university. I'm yeah. Life one oh one, school of hard <laughs> knocks. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, no nah, mate, that that's amazing. Well look what we normally do here is we, we we talk to the players about their careers and ask them about their sort of their debut and all this sort of stuff. But we're gonna we're gonna mix it up on you today. Mix it up. Mix it so up. this but is talk called about the debut. Yeah, no, no. So remember it like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, this one's called Guess That Game. So what I'm gonna do is say something. I'm gonna start saying a few facts about this game, and yep. then you can stop me and say, yep, I know what game it is, and, and, and buzz in when you think you know. So right. we're going to start here, all right? So this match was played in front of 29,000 people at the old Marathon Stadium in 1995. and uh, My debut. Bang, got him.
0: Against the Broncos.
1: Yeah, got it, yeah. what? Mate, look, well, bang, number one, done. That was Just <laughs> yeah. buzzing when you can,
0: Mickey, bang. Mickey, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey <laughs> Ego got man the match. <laughs> I think we won 27, oh, 14, I do know to score. It was 32-10 32, 32 10. the Bronx. Yeah.
1: Mate, what, what were some of the memories you took out of your debut? Um, was
0: well, it I'm, everything that you thought it would be? It was more. It was more, you know, because oh, I'm the oldest of seven kids and where I come from in Tinga is only population of 300. So, you know, like my grandfather... Preston Campbell's grandmother, uh, PJ Ellis's grandmother, Bevan French's grandfather, yeah. Albert Kelly's grandmother, more um, brothers and sisters, and Greg Inglis's grandfather.
1: You're joking. So from the Why one wow. family,
0: yeah. So you know, like, we all come from the one family. And Nathan Blacklock, sorry. Wow Yeah So, all so a brother. bit of talent there oh, oh, know. Know. <laughs> Probably no electricity No TV I think <laughs> <laughs> Not something in the water <laughs> You know what I mean So But that's it You know like I spoke oh. to the nice Blackrock The other day And then now you got Jaden coming through And you yeah. got Bev and Wigan And like they're all We're all from the Blair family And uh, the, you know Back in Tinga And um, you know At that stage like, I was the youngest ever leave But my debut I was at You know I was at SFX At um, St. Francis Xavier College Yeah and, yeah and, and um, we played schoolboy football on the Friday. I think we played a Maitland team. Yeah. In the you know in a Catholic yeah. comp. And then Malcolm Riley was like. Um, but that's crazy, man. Like, how crazy. was it
1: like at school? Man Were you the king of the I King never did, of the playground Like come on I Playing I first think, grade I think
0: the Catholic diocese Don't like me saying this But I've never done a Friday In two years <laughs> <laughs> I went to the end of season Footy trip in 90s. I went to end of season Footy trip in 96 And didn't even sit For one of my HSCs The Catholic diocese is like mate We'll just give You don't have to sit for exams We'll just give you a pass And you know? I thought, like, yes, yeah, sweet So yeah, I went, went to Hawaii With end of season Footy trip you know and all my mates at school Were filthy because I was Sitting for the HSC And, and you are playing yeah, First grade footy You are playing First dream. grade footy yeah, so I debuted in um, the eleven, and I played schoolfully on the Friday. Yeah, played Reggie's on that Sunday, and then after that, I said, "Look, we'll, we'll put you on. We'll put you on the bench. We're going to debut you against the Broncos." Yeah. Now I wasn't so much excited at the fact that we played the Broncos, as the fact that I was playing against my idol, yeah. Stevie Renouf. Yeah, wow. They Had thirteen players, eleven of them were internationals. Yeah, the Bronx.
1: Those Bronx teams were stacked. They man. were stacked, yeah. Yeah, me. you
0: know what I mean, and. I come on, they they said um, Dave Morley turning like it with his microphone. He said, "Owie, up, you're on." Yeah, my yeah. guts just drop straight. Oh, And all of a sudden, you just grow another level. Yeah, yeah. So you're not a kid anymore. You just think, "I've got to match with these men." Yeah, yeah. You
1: know, and man? you did. I did. And that's like, I did. You it, know what I mean? And was I that your mindset? That was like, my mindset. I'm not 17 right now. I'm yeah, go to do straight a job. to beast mode. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Go straight to beast mode. Amazing. And then, um. And then Mike ran from there, oh, Craigie, you know, 70 years old, going to debut. And I'll get up and I'll get on the, on the sideline um, side and I said, grab Ash. Ash Gordon, Ash the Flash. Yeah. i oh, another one of my idols. Yeah, yeah. So Ash come off. Yeah. And Ash said, good luck. Slap my hand. I run on. Yeah, wow. It was the greatest film of all time. Besides my kids being born, man, like it was. Amazing. 38,000 people back then. They shut the gates at half time at Reggie's. Yeah. Newcastle was Newcastle Yeah And all you can hear was a chant And like the bloke next to, next to me there I couldn't even hear him Yeah So I come off a scoot Off the scrum And I think around, I'm going here I'm Whack got lifted I think it was <laughs> Walters And something. <Gilles> and, <laughs> <laughs> and so one of them said Walk in the first grade <laughs> yeah. And I got up right like And I think I'd Walk straight Give <laughs> it on the wing Like it was one of those days And you're just taking it It was like It was it was amazing man Like seven years, seven years of old And rocking up to school The next day Yeah you know what I mean? Man. After recovery of Gummick SFX, you know? Yeah. It was good.
1: Oh, I could only imagine. Could only mad. imagine. It was mad. Um, And oh, to win, too, 32 10 against that team. Man, unbelievable. It crazy. It was good crazy. Stuff. Matty
0: John's got, I think Maddie was out that game. That's what sort I of pulled Mickey Eager up from Reggie's. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. And he ended up getting man a match, Mickey Eager.
1: That's it. That, and, that, you know, it's funny. Like, we talk about a lot of debuts on the potty with a lot of players. And all of the younger blokes, they get an opportunity if there's an injury or, you know, there's, a, there's something going on. And normally the score lines the other way around. Hello, rat, Everyone uh, always says they get flogged on their debut. I won my
0: debut, yeah. <laughs> when it was thirty eight and a half thousand. So yeah, yeah it was it a must good have been, debut. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Well, here is the second game. Uh, the match is played at Sydney Football Stadium, Dragons. in Sydney. Oh, dra- oh yeah. yep, yeah. yep. Major semi. Yep. Preliminary final ninety seven. Now I actually, this is the game that I, is in my head when I was ten years old watching the Knights, you skipping and jumping. As the hooter went and Put the ball down Is that Like look, There's a lot of things in that match That were huge I think Darren Albert's tackle On Matty Sears Is the thing that everyone forgets I've
0: never seen someone run so quick In, in the mud Like yeah. that In my in my life Yeah
1: Like Matty, to go Matty from Se- the other side of the field To get to him
0: Ran an extra 30, 40 metres to get him That's insane Matty Sears at the time was the fastest man in the league Yeah the only bloke to turn around and catch Brett Mullins. Remember that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do remember that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and um Yeah was it? I was on the left I think I, I missed a tackle on Butner which give it to Matty Sears. Might and have been. Yeah, and then I was like, Oh no He's gone. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see this white flash yeah. <laughs> like to Matty Sears. Maddie Sears one step, Abbey's taken two or three on yeah. this gun. Get him out And the thing is Like Not only does he get him He rolls he him He rolls him Rolls him With like a metre to spare Man And that's the thing too Like If you know your football We always look at Darren Abbott As we scoring would not try And it's mm. amazing The try man like, he put Newcastle on the map But the club was 10 years old But if you go back Two weeks before if he doesn't make he that He wouldn't tackle. have scored that try yeah, yeah. If he didn't make that tackle Yeah you It's, know it's unbelievable And it was the man. Al was the fastest person I've seen on two legs. Yeah, wow. You know what I mean? And yeah. I've seen some black people go <laughs> run. <laughs> yeah. I can oh, imagine? Yeah, so it was, it was a scone thoroughbred. <laughs> you know what
1: I mean? <laughs> you and, know? and that game, too. So, yeah. Uh, uh, who kicked the field goal to put us up by on one? Was that Maddie? Maddie kicked it. Maddie kicked it, yeah. yeah. So it's 13 12, I think. Um, and the infor- Bears have the ball.
0: The informed team. This whole season was the Bears well, There
1: you go
0: no You yeah. an had to team. go from
1: the Bears to Manly And yeah. Manly had beaten us X amount of times and this previous is, And
0: this is Yeah we Manly beaten us 13 games previously They lost the grand final in 95 to Bulldogs Yeah uh, With Bulldogs
1: Yeah not 95 Bulldogs Yeah because I was, playing, yeah, I
0: was yeah. playing In the 95 Winfield Cup at the Knights As a 16 I was fullback yeah. with Robbie yeah. Ross on the bench uh, And Dale Naber was the winger Johnny Carlo Yeah Matty Gidley The Kamali boys yeah. We beat Cronulla in 95 Yeah so we'll, when we were playing and coming off, yeah, you know, Manly were coming out the tunnel, uh, playing the Bulldogs. So Manly were there in ninety five. Yeah, they won in ninety six. Yeah. playing us in ninety three. So this is their third grand final in a row. Yeah, and we haven't beaten them in thirteen games.
1: Yeah, unbelievable. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. And the end of that game. So yeah. The Bears have the ball. Who it goes? Was it Benny Iken that kicked the ball? No, nah, Mick Ch- Butner. Oh, Butner Mick kicked to himself. Kicked to himself. Chief grabs it. Chief gets it. Leo Denver offload. Gives it to Deadly Denver, and then onto you and and I'll just the rest start. is history. Yeah,
0: and, I, and I'll just look like that. I'm thinking, man, because <laughs> you know, Mal taught us. It ain't over to the fat lady. Yeah, it yeah. ain't over. Yeah, you played to the death. Yeah, you know, and Mal at this time was in his sixties and would not everything at training, and it, so his his level of mentality. Was higher than anyone I've ever seen So he brought the best out of us Because I'm thinking Well you we just say Are we I know you're lazy at training But just do Yeah Do, do the little things well And that's what I've done Yeah And then Leo Chief got the ball Give it to Leo Leo starts to Give it to me And I'll yeah. get it And I'm just going oh. Clear air Man <laughs> This is every Person's dream Playing footy Yeah scoring, yeah. And the crowd gets on its feet And I'm yeah. 19 Yeah Eight months prior to this I just finished year 12
1: Yeah <laughs> And I'm scoring to try to put the Knights in the grand final. I'm scoring to try,
0: yeah. and then my my adrenaline just—it's just the most amazing adrenaline rush I've ever felt. So I'm thinking, what do I do? Then so my legs? I thought I was skippy, <laughs> so I'm running and just bouncing and bouncing. Yeah. And I put it down. And I just go, man. Yeah, we done it. We
1: in. Well, like like you said, like you know, Mao's thing of you know, never stop. It's the 80th minute. Chief catches the ball.
0: Yeah, he's been in the middle Chief's of the game. A warrior, if you go to war, anyone you take, yeah. Chief,
1: and he just runs. He's right. not, he's not taking the tackle. Uh, it's full time, whatever. And this is a front rower. Front rower, 115 minutes, yeah. kegs Bang, he's on the toe, getting out there.
0: Yeah, and we just played. We just loved playing football. I, and one of the things I will miss now, like I watch the Knights play now. One thing I miss now, I'm thinking, man, every set of six men, I got the ball twice. Yeah, and I was 18, 19, 17 year old kid. Mm. You know what I mean, like. That's when the the John's boys would just spiral left, right, (laughs) left, right. Like I knew, you know what I mean? So you
1: had to do something with it, you know? 100%. Uh, All right, well, let's go to the third game. Um, This one was played at Brookie against Manly, obviously. Uh, Lee Jackson, Tony Butterfield and Paul Harrigan were in the line for the front row. Uh, Yourself, Tony Butterfield and Brett Grogan scored two tries each. Joey kicked seven from eight. And it is the first match against Manly since the famous grand final.
0: I think I scored a trial for Joey through a kick over top of Albie Might It
1: was 1998. At Brookville. At Brookvale. Uh, Brookvale. Yeah, and we slapped him. Yeah, 50-16. Yeah, we slapped Grandf- him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that game. Well, how, how was that? Was that a, a good feeling, just to put uh, an exclamation point on what had happened the you, year before?
0: Well, growing, you, you, your mindset grows, your body grows. You just Once you win that... Pinnacle game,
1: you ride the wave of confidence. We ride the wave, yeah. man. Yeah,
0: you know, and warm up, they get, they they're gone. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. What I mean, that yeah, was I love that. we we had arrogance like you wouldn't not believe, you know. And <laughs> we should have went. Well,
1: you had a pretty handy team around you. Oh man, we had though. a great team, yeah. you know. Yeah.
0: And then you know, during that year, we had a few injuries, so we could have went back to back in '98.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's um. I've heard Joey talk about that as well with the uh the 2000 team. That mm. fell a little bit short. Yeah, he was like that was the one that felt like it got away a little bit for him, and then obviously O one they came back and won. But, um, what was it like like during that era like? You know, even watching Spud and Chief go at it, like was was that just something that you were just like being a young bloke seeing those a, two guys go at each other? Well, I can't
0: no. fight, so I, I used to sit back. <laughs> I just want to score tries, and I couldn't tackle either, so I just I just wanted to score tries, and you know what I mean. I running back, the running back, to, you know what I mean, but they could fight, and that was Chiefs go like. You know, like, if he played today, I feel sorry for these front rows because, you know, he probably yeah. spend six months in Seth's Knock for <laughs> being a cruel to him, you know? Yeah, Because, yeah. like, when he hit you, you're you yeah. stung. Yeah. And he made it his rule 101 to say, well, bud's mine. Mm. One in all in. Yeah. And that, that's the way it was, you know. Like, he had blokes that – and you got to know at the same time, too, it wasn't just a tackle or a fight, man. Chief would knock himself out.
1: Yeah, well, I've heard They're this young
0: – And you look at old footage.
1: Yeah, the, there's one in 96. his body on, his
0: whole body on yeah. the line.
1: There's that, that famous footage of him, 96, yeah. knocking himself out. Apparently, and I don't know if this is all just a fairy tale or, you know, a bit yeah. of sort of pub yarn or whatever, but um, I heard that he was actually going to be taken off the field. One of the yeah. trainers came out and said, oh, Chief, you're off. And he was like, well, if I'm going off, I'm taking him with me. Yeah. And then the next hit-up was, that was yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm <laughs>
0: telling you, like, and then you had Tony Butterfield there, the, you know, an old war horse as well, and yeah. then you had M.G., Man, it was it was different, you know. But you got to understand back then, like that team of players—they were all local boys. Yeah, I'm a kid coming out from Tingo. I'm like an outsider. Yeah, yeah. So the standard set. Yeah. And Joey used to say, "Listen, there's a thousand kids looking for that number, yeah. number, four spot.
1: You're the one. Do it. This is how we're doing it. Doing it. Yeah." You know, and, and the rule, and they were set. Yeah, and so, yeah, that'd be something that would obviously would have had a positive impact on your life, having leaders like that. Yeah. You're a 17-year-old kid coming into the team. Yeah. And and I guess, in a way, when you know the direction that the ship's sailing, you just put your talents into that. Got and, and that makes
0: it. You work you yeah. work more that works and less than what doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And, and you find yourself where you belong in the team. Yeah. And they you can contribute, yeah? I knew I'd stay left centre, stay in the tram lines, two out of every set of six, I'm going to get the ball. Yeah. If I'm playing Paul McGregor, if I'm playing Matt Singh, because back then it was hard for me to make a rep side because everyone I played against was rep players and I'm yeah. in school.
1: Yeah, gotcha.
0: You know? So yeah. I use my chipping game because these big, they were big boys, big centres, mm. so as soon as they plant their feet, so I skip, jump in and out, or put my because it's harder for them to turn or I put a chip over that's why I chipped against them. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. It was a tactic because I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. These are international players. These blacks were playing for Australia and Origin and Queensland and all that sort of stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. How much did you feel like...
1: I guess you could call it naivety, but when you're a young bloke, you know what I mean. You, mm. you, you're you're a bit more, I guess, impressionable. You you're, you're playing off instinct. You don't really have the experience to be structured and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. How how do you reckon that sort of propelled you in your career? You know what I mean? Like, did did you obviously, as you said, you knew what you had to do. You knew the game plan, all that sort of stuff. I think, the but m- your natural instinct of how you play footy must have been something that you sort yeah, of. Yeah. So
0: I I, I didn't I, I didn't like structure. Yeah. You know, but. The way Matty uh, organized, uh, sorry, the way Andrew organized the team was perfect for not only how I needed to play, but also Matty. Yeah. So Matty could roam. Yep. Left and right, and Matty's left and right passing was amazing, just like Joey's. Yeah. But Joey was he, he orchestrated everything. Yeah. I mean, and if ten all or twelve or whatever happened, I knew that Matty be, you know, Matty's just the way around the ball and held his eyes. I knew my body. I just knew my body language. That if I'd keep myself half a yard in front of him, it would give me an opportunity to pull pull back for a long ball or give myself time for a little kick through, whatever. Yeah. So we, we played that well together. But you you know, had that we, intuitive we, we nature knew, between we knew, it, yeah. we knew, man. We knew, you know. And yeah. you just showed by the way we won comps and the way we played, you know. Yeah. It was it, amazing.
1: And you can see when good teams play, they have that thing where you don't even have to say it, they can. They know what's going to happen. Exactly, and that's when everything just clicks. Everything in and gets just going. clicks
0: in and gets going. Now. And when yeah. you when you get to that stage, it's it. Some people, some teams, never ever find it. Mm. Some teams do it, and you look at Penrith and the Storm at it, and all these teams have this great run. You know, not only in rugby league but Chicago Bulls, LA Lakers. Yeah. It's, you know, it, people just do it. Yeah. So you, you're learning and you're growing and you're just a part of this wave and you just got... Just got to ride it, man.
1: Yeah, amazing. Well, look, we're going to take a quick break. Um, After the break, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about footy and some of the stuff away from the field. Uh, You're listening to Knights HQ. We'll be back soon. Good mates, the footy, great times. Score a limited edition Pie Guy long sleeve street tee, general admission to three games, and a digital membership card with our Gen K membership. Join the crew at knightshub.com.au. Hi, welcome back to tonight's HQ podcast brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. We are here with Owen Craigie, mate. Thanks so much for coming in. Great well, first segment. I'll uh, I'll sit here and talk about those those years all day if I could. <laughs> so, I really <laughs> appreciate good, it. All good. Um mate, look, Joey has come out and said that you are the best indigenous player that he's ever played with. Mm. Now, to get a, a a nod like that, what is that what does that mean to you?
0: Yeah, it's... um how do, I, how do I explain it? You know, it's, it's weird. You know, I'll go. I, I, I can pull up anywhere. Pull up a shopping center. Pull up petrol station. I can go to a function. I'll be at a pub or yeah. I'll be at a no- I could be anywhere. You know, and it's it's good. Sometimes you get a free drink off people. <laughs> 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 no, no, but you know, like it's it's um, ha- ha- it's it's a weird feeling. Yeah. Um, when you look at the, this is the greatest player to ever laced on a boot. This is the eighth immortal. This is like the Michael Jordan of the NBA This is like the Tiger Woods of golf Yeah This is like Deion Sanders from the NFL Like yeah. this is This is the goat Yeah You know And and for him to say them words You know like And oh, You know It's it's, weird. it's a crazy f- It's weird but I'll be honest with you It's weird yep. you know And I look back at my career now Being 45 And you know I've got three kids And I look back at my career And I just go Man wow, did I did I really do that Yeah you know what I mean? Because I know, like, people today are like, yeah, he's worth a million dollars and he's got this, he's going to never hang Man, I signed a $20,000 sign-on fee to IRL when I was 17 years of age. Yeah. My first year SG ball was a $1,000 sign-on on a school scholarship. Second year SG ball was on 120.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. I was on NRL money playing SG ball at this club. It's crazy. Then I bought my first outfit, five and wrong road, just up the road, for one hundred and thirty five thousand with Wayne Beavers cash. Yeah. Then I imported the first car from, you know... Mm. From England But I was Australian school boys And I didn't have my ELS licence They had yeah. my learners Wow So That sort of money now Is like a million dollars Yeah We're talking yeah. about 27, 27 years ago So I had that life where I was in year 10 that had my own footy cards Yeah At St Mary's You know like Yeah Signing for the teachers And uh, other <laughs> school kids and I used to take Chungum out, out of the thing You know <laughs> To sign <laughs> You know what I mean Yeah And I remember going back Going to 15 Hope Street Yeah Practising my signature. <laughs> yeah. so I never had one. Yeah, <laughs> so I never had one.
1: So well, it, no one has to really have a signature until they're eighteen and have not to like 16. sign documents and get a license and all that not stuff. Not at sixteen, yeah, 10, yeah, so, yeah. You
0: know, and then um, yeah. So and, and for Joey to to say, you know, like yeah, you know, the the most naturally gifted footballer he's ever played with, and I don't really watch. I've never watched a ninety-seven grand final yet. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Wow. Um. Maybe one day with my kids, I will, yeah. you know, but I, I haven't watched it. And then he'd um, done a shout-out on Channel Nine Footy Show a couple weeks ago with, um, for me and me with our company, your yeah, yeah. disability services. Yeah. And then uh, I think it was with Freddie and uh, someone else on the panel. He's like, yeah, they said, Joe, he's one of the gifted, And Joey's like, the... Yeah, oh, like, wow, and I was look, like, And look,
1: I'm sure you yeah. didn't play to get praise from other people. Yeah, like you played the game how you felt you should play the game, yeah. and did the best you could, and as you said, played instinctually and did what you did your Yeah, too,
0: and against some great players, but
1: but to have something like that from the eighth, yeah, it you know must what I mean?
0: be like unreal. Yeah, it's it's unreal. It's a it's a great honour. and I'm very grateful. Yep. Very grateful. And, you know, like when I first saw him at this club, the first two people I met when I come to this club and Keith, because I was with the Roosters before this. Oh, there you go. Artie Beeson saw me at the Roosters, and I was yeah. like a 13-, 14-year-old kid. Yeah. They used to fly me down from Tinga. I was in the Roosters Development Squad, and then by chance I played under-17s rep as a 15 year I made the rep sides and country and all that sort of jazz in the bush, and Keith was like, no, you're not 15. I said, yeah, I'm 15. <laughs> yeah, well, Show us your birth certificate. And he goes – and he made his priority to come to Tingle to sign me. And when I come down, the first three people I met, sorry, the first four people I met when I come to this club. So it was
1: that Keith Onslow.
0: Keith Onslow. Yeah, yeah, cool. Great, yep, yep. The great Keith Onslow, come to on Stadium. Keith, goes, I want you to know, introduce you to some players. One bloke runs around the white Ford Falcon. Yeah. Matty Johns. Yep. Another bloke rocks up in a little red or brown Ford Laser. Joey. It was, mm. was then Billy Peden rocks up, and it took me over to Joe Dunny's gym. They weighed me. I was eighty-seven point five kilo, and I ran a hundred in like eleven seconds. With spikes on, you know. Wow. Nah, barefoot, sorry, ten nine three on a track. Yeah. No training, nothing. No. <laughs> by this stage, I just come back from Mexico, Canada, and US for athletics. Yep, yep. And then Maddie and Joe's like, we want him to, win a cl- we want to win a comp at this club. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, mad, you know, like. But that was wasn't really on my mind. I was like, oh, I'd love to come to Newcastle because I got driven around And Yeah. But they're the first guys I met, you know, and yeah. Joey's this little chubby little Oop. 19-year-old and Matty was 21. And <laughs> they're the first people I met at this club, you know what I mean? And yeah. then through that, you know, I've you know played the first year's year ball, my first year's year ball, I was a player of the comp that year. Mm. And then I think the stand at the club was already set behind the scenes with Matty and Joey because they're local boys, Cessnock. Yeah. They always work towards something, wanting more. Want more, you know, you know. I was blessed to be a part of that.
1: Shout out too to Keithy Onslow. My uh, Keithy played in the front row with my dad at the Wanji Warriors junior rugby league. So shout out to the Wanji Warriors. And it wasn't for Keithy and Dad and Keith are still great mates to this day. And you know
0: what? Without Keith Onslow, as I'll make it known now, there'd be no Darren Albert, Arnold Craigie, Matthew Gidley, Matty Andrew Johns, Craig Brett Kamali. You know what I mean? Keith Yonslow had an eye for talent and, you know, hence why the other clubs come and poached him and he yeah. done the same thing with Sonny Bill and people like that at Bulldogs. No,
1: he's, uh, he's a great man. Um, now, but look, since you've played, the NRL have adopted a lot of Indigenous uh, stuff, you know, the, the, the Indigenous round. Um, it just seems like the culture is is, is you know, being celebrated a lot yeah. more in the modern game. How does that make you feel You know How does Indigenous Round make you feel Like to see the Knights run out With an Indigenous strip on And sort of You know Really celebrate Massive. that stuff is, is That's got to be something close to your heart yeah, I'm
0: very proud of that Yeah i be honest I've been an ex-player and, and I love this club You know what I mean it's, I'm very proud of that You know And the club really embraces that And you know Like There's 24,000 Aboriginal people In this community More than anywhere else in Australia You know And we cover five LGAs And you know, five different clan groups, and Wannarua, the wabakal the Warramai, and you know, the Butter Bar Mob, and Booruban, and uh, Minda, um, it's amazing, you know, and, and the club's just growing with that, and embracing that every year, and I remember um, going to Preston Campbell's, I, I, I've been, I've retired probably three, four years out of the game, and I went to Preston's house at the Gold Coast, and he's like, i got this idea, yeah, about an All-Stars comp, you know, and Artie tried to get it going, and I'm sitting just going. Fuck! Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pipe spike. dreams. Yeah, it's really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pipe dreams. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it is, look today it's the Indigenous All Stars. Yeah, it's the baby.
1: Yeah, you know, and well, yeah. Good. It kind of, it started as an NRL All Stars versus Indigenous. Yeah, and now it's the um, the, Mori the Maori versus the Indigenous. Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But you know the concept's great, and then every club's jumping on board. It every club's got an Indigenous round yeah. now, yeah. and you know it's it's. For, this is why rugby league is about the most greatest game in the world. Not so much as a. The, the game itself, but what it does, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, like it's, look it's at the, blue it, collar,
1: know, it's, it's grassroots, and bringing those communities together. Yeah, and through the through best. rugby
0: league and through social media, yeah, we can make social change. Yeah, yeah. And that's what a game's so good, you know. And now, now it all stars And I remember press telling me this, and his son Jaden was very cheeky as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, plays fullback you now, you know. Like he's was real cheeky and hyper little kid, you know. Yeah.
1: that's and, how uh, he plays on the field. That's but how he plays looks, on yeah. the field, you know. And I
0: remember press him with his idea, and look at it, look <laughs> what it's done today. It's amazing, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, and talking about that, you know, yourself too, you've done the same thing and you talked about it earlier, but the, the UBL stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, from little things, big things growing. You said it's only three months in. Three months. So w- what'd you say, where are you up to now with with the size of the, of the company?
0: Yeah, so look, we've been going about three months now and um, like we're, we're branching out down in Wollongong, yep. we're, in, we're in Newcastle, Central Coast, Maitland, we do The Hunter, We flew up to Brisbane and the Gold Coast two weeks ago. I'm going to set up there before the year at the Gold Coast and in Brisbane. And and what we do is at the NRL, Dean Feeney and and Paul Epstein back us as well. So we're a bit unique in how we deliver our style. So we we do it at nights now. We've got about seven or nine semi-professional male and female Knights players. So we're doing it at Dragons. We've got 15 there. And um, we've got about 12 at the Roosters. So we're dealing with the Roosters. So the NRL back us. And what we do is, of course, for my pitfall playing football, always chasing your money and you always spend it doing the wrong thing yeah well they want you playing A on the field playing A off the field so we come in and we hire some professional rugby league players skill them up become sport workers yeah wow and we pay them yeah so they've got a skill
1: outside of the game
0: they work for us and it keeps them grounded keeps them away from footy keeps their mind on it so when they go to training and then I burnt out shit well I had Joe Blow today and he's struggling and you know, it, it sort of inspires them. It's a, it's a good fit for everyone. Yeah. And we're actually giving back to the game, which, which is what the game loves. Yeah. So we give them back and, you know, um, Adam, Muir came up with a great idea the other day, like a program, could never walk alone for rugby league players with head knocks, with dementia, but we hire old, you know, old boys rugby league players to support their old teammates through yeah. NDIS. So yeah. Amazing. We're just growing so fast, bro.
1: So you're saying, what, you're looking after like something like 200, 300 people now? We will like be. That?
0: So right now, we've got 50 on the books here. Yep, yep. We're, we've got about 30, 40 in Wollongong. Yep. Um, we're talking with Sydney right now. So Sydney, Western Sydney. Look like employing uh, Kevin McGuinness. Yep, yep. Let me add Kev. Yep, yep. So I spoke with Buddha last week, Kevy. so we we'll employed employ Kevin to be our Western Sydney manager. Yeah, wow. Um And we've got uh, So what we do is When we look for managers And team leaders We want to give back to the game So we want to employ Old ex-Rugby League players No matter where they are In Australia If we've got programs there And then current players Right now you know
1: Yeah amazing So where do you think The growth is Is it sky high at the moment Like can can you see Where it's going to be In in a year or so Yeah I know know?
0: Yeah I know where it's going to be I'll tell you where we'll be In 12 months Next chat We'll pull out about 100 50 staff, 100 staff, we're probably two, 300 clients. Wow. That's where we'll be in four months. Yeah. The only growing business in the country is NDIS. Yeah. 2.5% Medicare levy pays it. It's about a $90 billion industry right now. Mm. Um, it's a win-win for everyone. We su- you know, we, we give out, we supply, you know, one-on-one support workers with qualified staff. So ATC Australia provide all the qualifi- qualifications and training for people that want to work with us. Yeah. So... You know, it's not only that we're hiring rugby league players, but through that game of rugby league and giving back to the game, it gives us an avenue to be unique in the point of difference, which then, like, we employ new, like, we put on nurses now. Yeah. We've um, childcare workers. Amazing. We've other uh, other support, male and female support workers from other companies that want to come because they just want to, you know, they know we're doing a good thing and I'm proud of what we do and we, oh, I love helping other people, you know, because I was once upon a time, I was, all, I was at the bottom of the barrel, and I always remember every day I'm grateful for this because I'm only one mistake away from being at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, that's why I love doing what I'm doing because it keeps me grounded, keeps us yep. balanced.
1: And that's what that, that's the big thing for you, you know. I, I guess you know, growth and growing the company would be one thing, but just being able to help people when you were in, you know, a situation you were in where you, you probably had help to get yourself back, you know, back yeah. on top. To do that for other people now that must be something that you really love
0: yeah it's something that i really really love you know and and, and me being a dad too it's all about teaching my young boy and young girl you know like how to be a good person do you know what i mean because i know with a click of a finger you can lose everything and lose your mind too yeah
1: no nah, mate well look thanks so much for coming in it's been a great trip down memory lane and look everything you're doing now with UBL and that, mate, that that's fantastic and you know once again thanks so much for coming in I'll talk about the old boy days till the cows come home yeah, but I, <laughs> I, I appreciate it and uh, look uh, you can subscribe and leave a review on Apple Spotify wherever you get your podcasts uh, today's episode will be audio only uh, but you can uh, all the other episodes back episodes and stuff is on uh, YouTube if you want to look at full video episodes you can download the Night app and subscribe to your favourite podcast platform and get notified whenever we drop a new uh, new episode. There's also heaps happening around the nights. Always, as you said, you're stalking us with the with the potty. I Love it. I love <laughs> it. Keep so, changing it up. <laughs> so, social media handle is at NRL Nights, and you can also get on the club's website to check out what's been going on. Also, thanks heaps to our sponsor, Maxwell Recruitment and Training, for bringing you this episode of the pod. Owen, mate, thanks again.
0: Thanks, brother. Really appreciate it. Big love from the OC at the HQ in Newey. <laughs> Check us out. Check out your, your bucket list on our website
1: and, and Instagram. And if you're looking for support, you're looking for work, hit us up. Your bucket list. What's the what's the handle on the socials?
0: Um, uh, your bucket list yep. uh, is on Insta. Yep, your yep. bucket list disability services, and that's UR. Yeah, UR, UR. So UR bucket list disability service on Insta, and www your bucket list disability services on the website. So hit us up.
1: Get around it. All right, guys. Thank you.